Welcome back. It's your boys, Lil Speaks and Milski, coming to you live with all the great takes on Denver sports. Thank you to everyone tuning in for another great week of Mile High Homegrown Takes. And Milski, I got to say, it's been it's been a ton of fun doing this with you. I've been having a blast, but I'm over it. I don't like any of your takes anymore. And I'm, I, I'm, I, I've been thinking about this. I've been talking to some people and I've noticed that I just don't agree with you. I, 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 I don't think you see the sports in the same way. And I, I it's going to be an interesting one today, to say the least. Yeah, man. I, I think it's good that you mentioned that. It's good to have you back. Uh, I talked to Susie. Um, she said that you're out of timeout. You used the F word a couple too many times, but you're out of timeout and you're back. It's good to have you, man. Um, but yeah, while you were gone, I did I did dabble with a few other guys and think I might move on to a different podcast, just somewhere more on my level. But uh, you know what? We'll make it work this week. Uh, got a good episode. Going to have Gil Kubeka uh, coming on later. Uh, Going to talk a little bit of the MLB with all those trades, a little bit of the NBA um, draft recap. But um, let's start off and, and kind of talk a little bit. You know, we haven't really mentioned too much, um, mainly I would say because they're shit. But let's yeah. talk a little Rockies. Um, yeah. One of the best home records in the MLB, but the second worst away record uh, with only 14 <laughs> wins on the road. What, what What's going on there, man? You know, that feels good for us because, I mean, like, damn, like, it just shows how much of an impact we have. You know, it's just yeah. – I will say our stadium, it's different to play in. I know it's a – it's a little, uh, a little deeper, but the ball can fly a little bit further. I honestly don't understand what the fuck we were doing. Because I will say, I was ready to see at least like a little something happen at the trade deadline, but they botched yeah. the hell out of that. Like, they did practically nothing. Like, they chose to keep nearly everyone who was going to – they're all going to expire next year. Like, all of our mm-hmm. contracts, all of our major players are going to expire next year. And especially Trevor Story, like literally our best player – who's made it abundantly clear that he's not going to look back after his contract expires. Like he's out of here. Like it's sad to say there's starting to be certain players who are all-stars here, Arnado, he's going to be another and their careers potentially are like looking to die when they come here. And it's just, it's just disappointing to look at because I I just don't remember growing up to seeing anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's hard to like you mentioned story. It's hard to see one of your, best players and like one of our favorite players like just not want to be here um and and part of it like i i genuinely can't blame him like i think colorado is a really good like destination um for sports but just like the rockies club like the ball club is just not where it should be and it's it's ran really poorly like you said i think they really really bottled the trade deadline and i think that we're at a point too where we could have gotten more for Trevor now than we would have when his contract's exactly. up. So it, 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 I don't really know what the thought process was. Like, we're not going to be making the playoffs this year. Like it's like, if there was like a, you know, a shot in the dark that, you know, we might make a playoff run, I, I can get that, you know, keep them around, but I don't know. I, it's, it's tough. It worries me. Yeah. It's tough too. Cause look at our division too. I mean, we yeah. literally yeah. have like the best division in the MLB. 100%. So it's like, so why not like right now understand where we're at? Like, we have an all-star with Trevor Story. We have multiple players who we can at least ship right now to at least help our farm system. We, I'm looking right now. It says uh, MLB.com ranks Colorado as the third worst farm system in 
in the MLB. Yeah. Like, what is that about? Now is the time when we should be rebuilding. We have only one top 100 prospect in the pipeline. Like, dude, I don't know. That's just like, it's tough to watch too. Cause like, it's just not what I remembered growing up. Like we would at least be like middle yeah. of the pack or like something not like literally bottom tier being compared to the diamondbacks right now. No, I agree. And I think that that's the biggest fear is, is when is it going to turn? Because when you look at the farm system, you know, that's something that, um, and we'll touch on it later and, and Gil will touch on the Cubs, but you know, they got a lot out of losing good players. Like I don't, we didn't get shit for Arenado, And it's like, Nothing. you start to wonder like, if you're not going to be able to do it well in the league, at least you'd hope your farm system is going to do well. And you're like, okay, give them, you know, five, six years and then we'll be better. But I don't know when it's going to turn. So Obviously, a lot of concerns there, um, but let we'll shift uh, focus to keep it on the future. But what do you think about uh, Bones coming to Denver? How do you feel about the pick? Bones, Bones, Bones. I just got to say, I don't know what it is about the Nuggets. They just draft some ballers. Like, I like we've gotten Bobo, who fell to us, MPJ, Bones. I even love Marcus Howard. Like, bro, I don't know what it yeah. is that the Nuggets are doing. We're drafting right. Like, this dude, this dude is exactly what we could use, too. He's a big 3 and D guy, extremely athletic. He was so slept on at VCU. I got to watch this dude, and I remember he started, like, building his draft stock little by little. He shot 43% from the three last year and averaged two steals. That's literally like perfect. He's like, he can create a shot off the dribble, off the catch. He was VCU's star player. And also he's a fun guy. Like if you look at him, he's like, yeah, he, uh, it's funny. Cause like his voice kind of reminds me of a keep. So I just get excited already. Yeah. That he's got like that high pitched voice, but I like, I don't know what it is. We just pick some great picks. But I do get a little afraid sometimes because we struggle to play them. Like RJ Hampton, I really liked him when we drafted him, but we just shipped him. Never really showed like his opportunity to play. But I really want to see Bones get out there. I'm excited to see him in summer league. I think this was an absolutely great pick for us. I I've I think Tim Conley has done a great job. And great. I think I, I agree with you. Our draft picks have been great. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not as high on him as you are. I, I think he's a, I think he's a good player, but he's got a lot to prove for me. Um, I, I think personally, I think the reason why I might not be as high on it is because I thought we missed out on Jared Butler. Um, I like Jared Butler a lot. Um, seeing him fall to where he did maybe makes me realize that there might've been something there that we were missing, or he just didn't have, you were missing you know the combine okay settle down but uh you know obviously i just think that that i thought he was a guy that we should have taken he's another three and d guy a little bit bigger size wise um you know one thing that i liked about him that in his game was he was just kind of a winner um and i think that he he gives me the same vibes like not on the same level but the same vibes are like jalen suggs like he's a gamer um so that i i think bones is a great pick um but i am not as high on him i think that um you know, I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. like he could turn into a Zeke Naji for me where I don't know if he'll make an impact. I hope he does, but I'm, I'm just, I don't know. He's got yeah, a lot to Ze- prove for me. Zeke was an interesting pick. Don't really yeah. know what he's going to do. The reason that I will say this is like one thing I was looking at is like the Nuggets could really you be 
be used well if they get some three and D guys. Like another one who yeah. I like, and this is why I like Bones. We got Jeff Green from the Nets. I Great love pick. that dude. He's one Great of those guys up. where whatever team he goes to, he just does well for. He does everything you want and more. And he's a veteran too. He's been there. He knows how to do it. Because if you think about it, our offense runs through now that Jamal will be back, that'll be huge. But Literally, we just love giving it to Joker at the top of the key or right there in the at the free throw line. And all we need, he just needs to kick to the corners, find that three-point guy, and then we just have that defense. I think that's something that we didn't really know what we were missing. Like, I felt like we're a very complete team right mm-hmm. now. But this is something that can, like, ha- help us get those, like, streaky wins. Get, like, on, like, a 15-game winning streak, you know? Yeah. Put us in that first place and have, like, a solid lead, like – I'm excited for it. Plus, A, we signed maybe the best Mormon of all time, Jimmer Fredette. You know, Amen. that guy Amen. coming back to the summer league. Super excited to see that. I know it's a promising future for the Nuggets. Avs, it's going to be, oh, Icegerb. That was that was tough losing him. Um, I, I, yeah. I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? I, I'll say with Gabe and Kale – signing it it hurts a little bit less losing grubauer but he was you know playing at the top of his game to be quite honest and he was number one i think yeah and i think that that's probably what hurts the most is you know feeling that we might not get someone back that that's going to reach his level and in a hot goaltender in hockey is irreplaceable it just is and i think he was hot and he had the confidence so losing groups hurts yeah. um i'm really happy we kept gabe i think gabe is i think gabe might be the most underrated player in the league and i know that's Agreed. biased but like he does so much more that's not on the stat sheet that like it's like that guy laying the hit fucking uh i forget who it was for the blues but then he goes and throws hands at them in game oh, one yeah. of the playoffs this year. like you just <laughs> yeah. you, that's yeah. what you want your captain to do like yes you need a guy like that and like it was it was scary thinking about losing him but the Avs did a great job getting him kale wanted to stay nate yep. is determined i'm i'm yep. really happy with where the abs are at same i actually and wow surprisingly i agree with you but um i will say too he's he's a captain he's someone you look at as like you said he does more than uh just what's in the stat sheet like this dude has been our captain since he was what like 22 or something i remember seeing he was like the youngest captain ever and that was something huge because he's been there he understands our team he understands colorado he understands what it takes to draw new players and i think you're right. Goalie is irreplaceable, but chemistry wise, like the momentum we have, it was a huge momentum killer, but it wasn't as much as losing potentially like your leader, like your biggest guy. And I, I, I think it's perfectly fine. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. Um, all good points. Exciting where we're at a uh, lot more to talk about. Um, let's dive into it. We're going to bring on uh, Gail Quebec now. Uh, special guest Gil, welcome on. First time, want to give everyone a little uh, background knowledge on where you're coming from. Yeah, what's up, everyone? Um, so I am coming from Omaha, Nebraska. Grew up a Chicago Pro Team fan, uh, Cubs, Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears. Um, college teams go to Iowa, so Hawkeye first, and then Michigan fans second. Grew up a Michigan blue. fan, so got to keep it between those two. So yeah, that's kind of my sports background. Good stuff. Gil and I uh, 
Gil and I shoot the shit all the time with sports out at Iowa. So this will be fun. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we're talking NBA draft. Uh, who's your winners? Uh, Gil, I'll let you go first. Who won the draft this year? Um, honestly, I think it's pretty clear cut for me, but I think the Pistons won the draft easily. Oh. It seems pretty obvious, but Cade Cunningham, first overall. Um, and then they go and get Isaiah Livers, who's a great 3 and D player. Um, and then Luca, I think, is going to be a project in the NBA, but I think he'll be a – a good bench player, I think, if he can uh, put in the work. Yeah, no, I agree. And I was a little upset, like, the Nuggets didn't get him because I thought that was, like, Joker's potential, like, product. Like, he's a mini Joker. I, I love that guy. I do think the Pistons won, but uh, I hate to break it to you. I don't think they were the number one team that won it. I think uh, I think potentially the number one team that won it, I'm actually going to go with a team that wasn't in a lottery pick at all. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I think the way they reloaded with Sharif Cooper and Jalen Johnson, I literally think those dudes are mini versions of Trey Young and John Collins. I think they have people to look up to. I think they have the playing time set out for them. They have a city that's on a high right now, a nice young team, a brand new coach who the team fell in love with last year. And I really love Trapland. I think they're going to be a really good team. And I, I'm feeling like they won the draft. I'm going to be honest with you, Speaks. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm going the complete opposite direction. I'm going a team with two lottery picks. I'm going with the Golden State Warriors, who somehow got better. Um, I think uh, Jonathan Kumunga and Moses Moody are just absolute studs. I think those are guys that they needed to add and they brought in. Uh, Kumunga's perfect, uh, you know, small forward size. I think he can play alongside Wiseman. Um, you know, they've got... Draymond Harrison Barnes to kind of help with a lot of versatility there. Great, good experience in the G League, which I think is super helpful. Um, then Moses Moody, I mean, really, really young guy. He's 19, um, but he was a stud at Arkansas, a good shooting guard. I think he's a guy that could come off the bench immediately this year um, and make a difference. You know, he's a good defender too. Um, he's pretty good size for his age. Um, so I'm going to say the Warriors. 7'2". Seven two wingspan. That that wow. threw me off when I saw that. Yeah, kid, kid's not even twenty. And then like I think he's already built like a young NBA player. So I say the Warriors. Um, what's uh? All right, speaks. I'll give you another shot. Okay, because that was just a horrible take. I'll give you another shot. Let's okay. go rookie okay. of the year. Let's see if he can give me something better. Okay, I am one hundred percent locked in on this. And if anyone says anything else, you're just straight up wrong. Like you just don't understand basketball. You have no idea about sports. So obviously we'll you two are just both wrong about this. But I'm going with the number two pick in this year's draft, Jalen Green. Oh my God, this dude is amazing. He is That's better. Okay, let me let me just quote it when he first got drafted. He said, Rookie of the year, all star, all defense, max contract. We're doing it all big. I love that. I love that okay. mindset. This dude's a fluid natural scorer. He's got that first quick step. He's swaggy. He looked like he was wearing like a 80s disco something at the draft which i mean only he could pull off he's being compared to zach levine which i actually really like that comparison i feel like he's got that sort of athleticism that separates himself from like the already kind of shifted athletic type of uh nba that we're looking into rather more than the skilled nba but he still brings that skilled he doesn't just rely on his athleticism he has the handles he has the shot he has the defense he he had 1.5 steals per game last year and I think he's also in a team that 
he will be starting very shortly. He's got a young team who he can kind of look to take over. And this is one thing I wanted to touch on too with rookie of the year. I feel like one really big thing with this uh, trophy is you need the opportunity. You can't just have like a good team. You can't just have like a, a horrible team as well. You need to have like kind of the right situation where you're going to be getting a lot of usage. You're going to have the players around you that will still help you, but not like take away too much from you. And I just think he's in the perfect position for that. That was better. That was better. I'll give you that. Gil. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to stick with the uh, Pistons and kind of just roll with Cade Cunningham. I personally love Cade Cunningham, like spending all year watching him in the big 12, just dominate. I think he averaged around like 20 points a game, six assists. He's six, eight, two twenty, just already built for the NBA. And I think he can just score all three levels. He was a 40% three point shooter in college. So I think he's just going to be able to transition right into the NBA especially going to the Pistons. He's their guy now. He's going to get the ball all the time. And I think uh, he'll just kind of be the rookie that shines for the whole year. I know I know the Pistons, like, it was easy and it was straightforward. Like, everyone knew Cage was going to be the guy right. to go with. But I still think they nailed it. Like, don't even think about messing around. Like, they had a couple yeah. interesting trades offered to him. But don't even mess around with that. I think, like, with a guy like Cade, it's just not worth it. So, I think that's a solid pick. Um I'm going to go, I mentioned him a little bit earlier. I really, really, in this, I really fell in love with him once the tournament started. I really like Jalen Suggs. I think he's one of those guys that, um, like I said, like he's one of the guys that he's not flashy. Like he's not like maybe not the best basketball player, but I think he could, I think he could make the most impact. I think on a team like Orlando, there's not a set in stone star there. And it's a lot of young guys kind of waiting to like prove themselves. Um, and I think like Orlando's kind of a fun team. Um, so I think he could really stand out there. Um, he's just a certified winner. I mean, like everything, like with like his recruits, everything he demands respect when he's got the ball, like on ball defense is phenomenal. Um, He's 20 years old. I know that's young again, um, but interesting stat. Six guys have won uh, Rookie of the Year at age 19, including the last few with LaMelo and Luca. So I'm not putting it past him, um, but I'll say it kind of depends on the opportunity he gets in Orlando. I think Cade and Jalen Green yeah. are both going to get the probably starting minutes. Um I could see Suggs not getting those minutes for a little while. So I think that's kind of where my concerns with rookie of the year would come for him. That that's what worries me too. Cause I really like him too. And it's interesting that you said like, he's not like, he's not like that streaky flashy basketball player. It's cause he honestly didn't start basketball too long ago. He was playing both yeah. football and basketball. He stopped playing football, I believe, his junior year of high school, and then said, okay, I, I'll decide. Like, I guess I'll just go basketball. And then becomes potentially the most exciting player in college sports, college basketball to watch last year. Top five pick. Goes to a good team. But I think the Magic need to make some moves because right now they're way too guard heavy, and I don't think he's yeah. going to get that opportunity as much. I mean, they have Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, Michael Carter-Williams, who's on the juice right yeah. now. That man's looking ridiculous. He, he'd be at number four and then they also have Gary Harris who's going to have to be pushed a little bit around because he's still great too and he's that vet so that's why I just think that was a horrible take honestly man I, I don't know <laughs> if I can agree with that at all but may, maybe Gil maybe Gil will be a little bit better with this one give me uh give me your best free agency or trade that's been made in the NBA so far um okay I have 
like three I really wanted to touch on that were standouts for me. Um, the first one, obviously, not really just one player, but the Lakers in general. Going out getting Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, and Malik Monk, I think, was just massive moves. And I think the Lakers just look dangerous already. Um, and then the other two I wanted to touch on real quick. I love Devontae Graham going to the Pelicans. Um, kind of a sleeper pick, but uh, Devontae was really good at the Hornets. Like and I think uh, that's a good addition. Give some scoring around Zion a little bit. Um, totally. And then the Bulls with Caruso, Lonzo, and DeMar DeRozan. I think those were like the three ones that all stood out to me. Those teams did a great job. I think New Orleans is sneaky. Like I think yeah. I think they can they could make the playoffs. They really could. And I do think Zion is legit. Like so I I, I like Devontae Graham. I like the pick. I don't like the Lakers. I think they could have gotten a lot better than Russ than Russ. Um I know you're you're a Bulls guy. What do you think about the Bulls, Gil? Give me your take. I mean, I what what's your expectation so far? Is DeMar gonna go back to being DeMar? Because he fell off the freaking earth at, at the Spurs, to be honest. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know. It's tough. I think they'll be good. I think they're a playoff team, especially in the East. I mean, the East is getting better, yeah. but it still lacks the strength that the West has. Yeah. I could see them sneaking in as a 6-8 seed, but you look at their roster, they, they don't play defense. Like, DeMar DeRozan, not a defender. Zach Levine, great scorer, doesn't defend well. Um, Vuvicic, or uh, yeah. Vucevic uh, doesn't defend well either. So I mean, I think if they can improve the defense a little bit, maybe get rid of like Kobe White and pick up like three and D guy, they could contend for the playoffs. But I still think they're a work in progress. You know, I feel that. I will, I will say too, they drafted my guy, so I will. I am happy about that. Ao Dasuminu going back to Chicago. That was a good draft pick. I, I I'll admit that. Uh, I agree though. I think I think you know they capitalized the Bulls obviously are a much better team than they were last season, but I still don't know if it's enough. I mean, you look at the Nets, you look at the Bucks still. I mean, the Bucks are looking great. I'm also not super sold on the Heat, so I think that could be interesting to see where they land. But I don't know. I think it could be interesting to kind of see what specific changes they made. The one team I want to compare them to, just because they're that big market team, they can have the momentum – and honestly, every once in a while, they, they get that push are the Knicks. I thought they had a really interesting offseason. I thought re-signing Julius, even though he choked harder than anyone in the playoffs, that dude's a beast in the regular season. And I really like him. I really like that they got Ken. I mean, I hate that they got Kemba and Evan Fournier being a Celtics fan. That one, God, that one hurt just watching them go there. But Kemba's a New Yorker. I enjoy watching that. They drafted Quentin Grimes, and I really like him. I think he's going to be a spark off the bench. I could be think he could be extremely helpful. And they're still guard-heavy, too. They re-signed D. Rhodes. They still have Emmanuel Quickly. They still have Obi Toppin, who won College Player of the Year when he was in college, but he just hasn't had, shouldn't like, have. the – He fucking should yeah, have. Yeah, he was robbed. <laughs> just yeah, gonna say robbed. Luca was robbed. <laughs> He was, he was, I, I'll agree, but okay, Obi was ridiculous that year too, but well, let's see, let's see what happens in the NBA, because I think that's also fair to say, you know, he, he needs to stay healthy and show that he can be there, I think, I think that one's going to be wild, and then I, I, I think the Lakers touching on that a little bit, they made moves, but they also, I don't know, I, no they, defense, no, and two ball dominant. Like you look at like Russ who needs the ball that pushes LeBron to be off ball, which we know he can do, but AD kind of demands the ball a lot. 
Melo kind of demands the ball a lot, and it's a ton of one-on-one stuff that could be super interesting, and they still need to figure out what's going to happen with Dennis. I think Dennis Schroeder is going to be gone soon, but could be a Celtic. We'll see. I think, yeah, I think those are good points. The, I'm not sold on the Knicks yet, to be quite honest. Like, I think, I think the Hawks were good, but the Hawks fucking destroyed them in that series. Like, I'm really not sold. Like, I think Julius Randle's good, but he's not a guy that I don't think is going to lead the Knicks. I really don't. I think, but I do think there's one player on the Knicks that you didn't mention that I really like is, is, is Barrett. I think yeah. he's actually, I yeah. actually think he's coming into his own and he's going to do well, but I don't know. I think the, the Knicks are getting better. I think Kemba, I think Kemba's going to have a good season. I think like in the garden, he's going to start to like, you know, get behind. But if, if he struggles early, man, they're going to be on his throat. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you mentioned you weren't, you weren't hot on him, but I got this team and I think they could go Eastern conference finals, maybe the final. I think the Miami heat are, are phenomenal. I think, I think the run to the finals in the bubble is tough to kind of like see because it was the bubble and it like could have been like a one season thing. But I think Jimmy Butler is legit. I think Kyle Lowry is a great point guard and he kind of got lost in the shuffle in Toronto. So I think those two are going to work really well together. I think Bam's great. And then they added, in my opinion, one of like big X factors from the finals in PJ Tucker, who's going to come yeah. in there and be exactly what they need defensively. Um, I think that's just a good team right there that defends well. Jimmy Butler's a good defender. And I think like, that's just like, you don't find a team that's a good defensive team all the time. And I think that they have the pieces. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Then the next thing I would say is they didn't really add anyone. Um, They got some big signs though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is I'm going to say the Hawks. I think, Locking up Trey Young and, and John Collins was huge. Um, and I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think the Hawks are here to stay. Um, yeah. I think Clint, Clint Capella is great. Um, I don't know if Trey Young's going to be able to like shoot lights out like he did this year again, but I think the Hawks are good. Um, so I think both those teams, you know, did well enough. And I, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with, I, if I'm a Hawks fan, I'd be happy with where I'm at. Honestly, I love that. And honestly, that goes kind of right into the last little bit that we got, at least for the NBA right now. Hottest takes for the NBA Finals prediction. My dark horse team in the East, I'm saying it. I'm saying the Hawks. I genuinely think that like they're a dark horse team who, yeah, they made a serious run this year and they were that close. I think they could honestly make it back. That I, I really do like Trey Young. I think he's continuing to figure out his game a little bit more he really understands his team he utilizes Clint Capella better than anyone I've ever seen like Mm -hmm. this dude led the league in floaters so that started drawing everyone out there and he said okay instead of floating it up that's like I I don't know probably I think he had like 40 something percent chance that he was hitting he'll just toss it to Clint and that's like a 70 percent chance that he's making that shot I think that's a very reliable man. I think he's a smart player. I think they have a solid team. Gallo, Cam Reddish was starting to come into his own. I mean, the Duke big three. That's also one thing I like Zion a lot. But all right, I'm going for sure locked in Nets Warriors. That's my finals prediction. Wow, don't 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 branch out too much, Speaks. Holy cow, what a hot <laughs> yeah. take. Oh my goodness. I said I said Dark Horse was Atlanta. Oh, got, probably got the Lakers up there too. <laughs> nah, they're, they're, they're out. Give, give, give me something to get excited about, please. Um, uh, so I kind of agree. I think the Hawks, I'm I'm kind of on team speaks here. I think the Hawks, if, if there's any team out of the East, I think it's the Hawks. Um 
as a dark horse, I should say, not the favorite. But I can just see them with, like, who they're returning. Uh, they didn't lose a lot, got better in the offseason, I would agree. Yep. And uh, I think, you know, Trey going through that run, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they can very well take that next step, especially with uh, some moving parts in the East as well. Um, the West, I never know. The West, there's, I think, one through yeah. seven teams that could win it. But honestly, I think you're, I think we're going to see a Suns versus Hawks finals next year. I think the Suns wow. re-signed Chris right. Paul, and I know Miller is a huge Chris Paul hater. <laughs> but I think he's a top three, top five point guard of all time. And I think Devin Booker and uh, DeAndre Ayton get a year, another year of experience and growth. And I think they can also be right back in the finals. I think, I think the Suns are good. And I think they did everything they needed to do this off season. Um, they'll probably end up um, losing a couple of pieces, but I think, I think they are good. Um, I'm going to say, so I, 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 my dark horse team to go far. And I mentioned earlier is the heat. I really do believe in the heat. Um, my team in the wet other team in the West. Um, I'm going to say the Clippers, man. Like I think yeah. some people kind of forget how good they can be. Um, I do think they need maybe another piece or two, but Terrence, man, I mean, that dude's a beast. I mean, if you can put together what he did in the, you know, um, like jazz series, like if he can put that together into a season um, and then you got PG and Kawhi. And I think like they haven't had both those guys clicking yet, like at the same time, they just haven't. And, you know, Kawhi was injured last year. Like, I think, yeah. I think they're, I think the Clippers are a team that people are just kind of forget about and they're like, Oh, they're going to float around the four or five, but like, I wouldn't want to touch them in the playoffs. I just think, I think the Clippers are due to make it to the finals. I, I like that a lot. And I, I forgot, I mean, Kawhi just re-signed yesterday yeah, yeah. too so that's huge i i actually really do like that pick i i was sleeping when i was making this i forgot about them because who i realized who else was a huge role player that didn't play the entire playoffs was serge Ibaka. that man could have done wonders yeah. for him just in like a couple minutes like that is a huge role player that they will have back i i like that yeah well, let's uh let's move on. Good NBA. Really excited for that. Let's let's get into MLB, uh, which we don't talk about a lot, but we're heating up towards the end of the season. Um, so a lot there. Um, Gil's obviously gonna have a little heartache talking MLB um, <laughs> as a Cubs fan, but let's say uh, there was a lot around the uh, deadline. So I'm gonna ask you, Gil, who was the biggest player to move teams? Like, which player kind of stood out to you? Um, I think for me personally. Max Scherzer going to the uh, okay. Dodgers. I think that was just like the blockbuster trade. And um, I mean, he's an ace and the Dodgers are already just stacked batting order one through nine anywhere on the field. It's one of the top players in the league. And then two, they, the Dodgers also have the best team ERA in the league at 3.19. And then to go out and add Max Scherzer to the rotation, it just kind of gets ridiculous. And Especially come playoff time, pitching wins you baseball games in the playoffs. 100%. It really does. Yeah. Like, you don't see a lot of teams go out there and win eight, seven games in the playoffs every game and move on. It's it's Think about, like, all the dominant pitching performances, like Mad Bum. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. pitching wins you World Series. Trey Turner going there, too, I think is kind of sneaky. That I think Trey Turner is a phenomenal ball yeah. player. Yeah, I do, too. Mm-hmm. It's not like they Speaks, even needed him either. Yeah, no, I, I literally, I said Trey Turner just because I was like, I, I, I like the athletic position. I think, yeah, I mean, it, like when I saw that trade, that was kind of like in my eyes, one of those trades, like I remember exactly where I was. I was like, did this really just happen? I was like, wow, okay. 
biggest blockbuster trade of the year puts the Dodgers back right back in that position. Um, I will also say the other one I did want to mention was Chris Bryant. I thought that was a really big pickup for them, especially with some of the injuries the Giants have been having. I think that's some man that can be moved around to so many different positions. He's so versatile, already doing great for them. Like I've enjoyed watching him. I have a bunch of Bay uh, Bay roommates, so they're they're riding him harder than ever. But I will say he is pretty good. I like him. I thought that was another really big pickup. Sorry about that one too, Gil. That's a tough one. Yeah. I, I'm, on, I'm on I'm on board with you speaks I think Chris Bryant was the one that kind of stuck out because I think the Giants Giants are kind of taking the league by surprise you know a little bit like I don't think a lot of people pegged them to be you know first name yeah. be right now and then them adding someone of Chris Bryant's stature I think kind of is like okay you know what like they could make some real noise in the playoffs like I think if they didn't add anyone they're a team that goes into the playoffs maybe as the one seed and, and bounces like right away or they lose to a Dodgers or you know, maybe a, you know, maybe a Brewers team or something like that. But I think with Chris Bryant, I think they can actually make some noise. Um, Bryant's doing well too. I mean, he's, he's hitting Great. 270, um, yeah. but he's, you know, he's got like around 53 ribbies. So um, I think that that was the one that stood out to me that I was like, you know what, shit, the Giants, the Giants could win it. Like now I honestly believe they could win it. Before that, I didn't think they had a shot in the dark. Yeah. Um, no, I I was going to say what, what player though? So that, that's kind of biggest player. What player speaks? I'll ask you what player is going to have the biggest impact on their team though. All right. And this one, I don't know how many people are going to agree with, but it's just cause I, I really, I really like this team a lot. And I think this was just a quieter pickup that is not only going to make an impact this year, but even more next year. I like Jose Barrios going to the blue Jays. I think that's this a sneaky dude, pick. I know. And I like it because we're, I mean, Gil, you were talking about pitching. This is one thing that like they kind of lacked of. They have an extremely good line of one through nine, but this is something that can help them. And he's here for two years. You know, their division this year is extremely tough, but next year they're going to be put in a position where they could easily be competing for that. They have, you know, Vlad going for the triple crown right now. Really exciting dude. They're back in Toronto. So that's going to be super helpful. They kept their core. They still have, their starter, Nate Pearson, and they didn't give up much for him either. Like that's a kind of like quieter pick that I feel like added to the organization with an already kind of loaded young talent. And it's going to allow them to kind of be successful for a decent amount of time. He's also 27 years old. So he's entering his prime. I love watching the blue Jays. I think they're a really good team. Um, I don't know. I think he could end up having the biggest impact over the two year stretch. I like that. I, I, I'm going to go where Gil started. I'm going to say Scherzer. I think to be honest, I mean, his first start, he throws 10 strikeouts and in seven innings. And, you know, I think the Dodgers are a team like he's, he's back where like, I think the nationals just like, they kind of fell off and like, no one cares. Scherzer's going to like, he's going to, he's a little bit older. He's got the juice in him now where like people yeah. are going to be like, dude, this guy's the King. Like I think Scherzer could be the guy we talk about when the playoffs are all said and done be like, is he one of the best pitchers of all time? You know, maybe the greatest, like, I think he's going to just turn it on right now. Um, two, seven, five ERA, like you said, speaks, they already had, um, or Gil, you already said they already had the best team ERA to add someone like yeah. that. I just think, yeah. I think he, he knows his job. He doesn't need to worry about how the team's going to hit. He doesn't need to worry about anything. He's just going to go out every time he's up and he's just going to do his job. I think Scherzer's going to have the biggest impact. What do you think, Gil? Yeah. Um, 
I would agree with Scherzer and just to add on to that too, like real quick is it's just so nice being on such a good Dodgers team, being able to like, know you yeah. can go out and yeah. give up like four runs and six innings, which isn't a bad like outing by any means, but to yeah. still know that like you're going to have to run support. I think it just makes pitchers life so much easier. Um, but for me personally, I think Craig Kimbrell going from the Cubs to the Sox, I think that would be the biggest impact. Um, the Sox already had a good closer in Hendricks, but now they just have a really complete bullpen and that offense is explosive. So I think come October time, um, I think Kimbrell will be pitching a lot and closing out games. I think that'll be interesting to watch. Honestly, I love that. Cause that goes exactly. I mean, Gil, I, I hate to say it, but looking at the world series favorite out of the AL, I love the white Sox right now. I do I think too. I think are, – are, are you a White Sox fan? Do you, do you no, at least like – No, I'm a Cubs fan. I mean, I don't okay. mind the Sox. I don't hate them. I like to okay. see them do well, but, like, I won't cheer for them. I won't go out of my way to cheer for them. Okay, okay, that's fair. Because I, I will say they're looking nasty this year. I mean, I, I that's my team who I'm picking out of the AL. They look disgusting. They added those guys. You were saying they have a complete bullpen right now. AL Rookie of the Year last year with Luis Robert – or second – finished second in there and I don't know I just think they have a really good team I think they're in a good position too I like the conference and division they're in I think you know having won 63 games so far sitting at the top they're just in a good position they're uh, ready to kind of start the postseason and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun postseason honestly I mean they're just some really talented teams right now I think the NL could be a little bit more up in the air a little bit more exciting but I still just have the Giants. I think that addition was really big. I think it'd be fun to see a Giants-White Sox uh, uh, World Series, too. I mean, they needed some batting. Chris Bryant helped out with that. Uh, nobody thought the Giants would be nearly this good when the season started, so they kind of have that mentality of like, hey, nobody thought we were here. We're proving them wrong. I really like that. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think it could be really interesting, but uh, I'm locking in with those two teams. What about you, Milski? You know, I'm going to probably take some steam for this, but I'm going with the Strohs. And I know everyone hates them, but oh, I'll be honest, gosh. I don't mind them. I don't really mind them. I, I kind of <laughs> like the villains. I kind of <laughs> like Altuve. Uh, I'll be honest, you know, they're, they're 65 and 45. They're second in the AL. Um Michael Brantley's hitting 332 right now. Uh, Jordan Alvarez coming at the DH spot with 72 ribbies. And I mean, you can't just say you're going to, you know, team's going to go into Houston in the playoffs and like feel comfortable. That place is rocking in True. October. So I, I'm going with the Strohs. They got plenty of playoff experience. I think they're going to take down the White Sox. I think the White Sox are pretenders. Um, I, I, I'm going with the Strohs, man. And, I'll, and I bet how I put house money on it that they're going to the World Series. I really think they're going to, I think they, I mean, I don't think the Red Sox scare them. They've fallen off. I don't think the, the Rays scare them. Um, so I'm going the Astros. Go ahead, Gil. I got to get out of the hot seat, though. Wow. I, I just don't know how to feel about that pick. Um, I, I, uh, like the White Sox pick, I think I think the Rays are right back up there. I I don't really, I mean, I think there's like, I think it's the Rays, White Sox, and Astros that are the three clear cut out of the AL. Um, but I think the Ray, I don't know, I I don't really have like a specific pick. I guess 
I think they're all really good teams and it's just super close. But um, out of the NL, I think the Dodgers just come through. I think come around October, they just start cleaning up. They just turn it to the next level that I think the Giants and the Padres kind of lack. And I would say that, like, the Dodgers star power is just crazy. And you come to October and it's just they can hit another level that I don't think a lot of other teams can. So that that kind of feeds into what I was going to ask is, you know, neither of the two powerhouse teams of the Dodgers and the Yankees are probably at where they could be. Yankees are on the outside looking in for the playoffs, but they're getting yeah. close. I you 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 would probably say yes on the Dodgers, but can the Dodgers and the Yankees make some noise and, and get far in the playoffs? Yeah, no, honestly, honestly. Here's what I'm going with. I'm going to go. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say too much extra. I agree with the Dodgers. I hate them, though. I just have to say this. I absolutely hate the Dodgers. Hate the They're Dodgers. just not a fun team to watch. Like, every time they start to do well, it's just, like, not even – it's just disappointing to see because it's, like, I feel like they don't even deserve it. It's just all the big money. But when you look at big money over at the East, I don't trust the Yankees. I think all they are is hitting. I don't think they have enough to do too much. I – if anything, the I put the Yankees as like a dark horse team. I don't think they they'd have to fight a lot. I honestly think like I could see the Astros knocking them out. That's a team that's really tough to go into. I could see the Rays doing the same thing. I don't know. I don't think the Yankees have the opportunity to really get there. They're already looking in from the outside. The Dodgers have been at it all year in the toughest division, so they know what's up. And now, like you said, Gil in October, when it comes time, they'll be ready. I just hate saying that but uh i don't i still don't think they're taking it all i don't think either of those teams are going to make it all the way i don't think uh i don't think they deserve it either i'm just saying a fan i'm gonna i'll be honest i don't think i could agree or disagree with you anymore i i'll be honest i, I think wow. the yankees are coming in hot no they won eight out of the last 10 new york is on fire john carlos stanton is back aaron judge is back Garrett Cole is pitching better than almost anyone in the AL right now. I think they're doing, I think the Yankees are back. I think the Red Sox have completely fallen off. They've lost eight of their last 10. I don't think the Rays scare anyone. I think the Yankees are going to make some noise. I really do. Um, that going off that, I don't think the Dodgers are going to do shit. There's just too many mistakes, man. I think they've got a lot of firefighters. They got everything they could want, but sometimes that's all, not all you need, man. Like that's sometimes you need a little bit more in the head. And I don't think it's there for the Dodgers. They're a little cocky. They're like, you know what? We can go into the playoffs, but they weird stat. They have more errors than anyone else in the NL West and the NL West sucks. So I'm going to say no on the Dodgers. I think they might get by the first round, but they're, they're getting bumped. Man. They're getting bumped. Gail, what do you think? Um, I think, I mean, I think the Dodgers are the world series favorites. As I said earlier, I don't, I don't think the Yankees, are going to catch the Rays or the Red Sox. I think the Yankees, as you're saying, they're such a boomer bust team. Like when Stanton and Judge are on, yeah. they are on. But they're one of the guys of like the true two outcomes. They're either going to hit a home run or they're going to strike out. And that's you, yeah. can't, you can't win baseball games in October doing that. You got to string together hits, play a little more small ball, come playoffs. Well, that's fine. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't come here to – have everyone agree with my takes i kind of like it um we'll, we'll wrap up uh we'll wrap up having you on here gil with uh just at, taking your takes you know give us a little bit on just the cubs um obviously a lot surrounding them with you know i mean who who hurt the most let me ask you this as a cubs fan who hurt the most losing this year uh 
Anthony Rizzo. I mean, he was the heart and soul of the Cubs. Like, I love Chris Bryant, love Javi. um, But out of those three, Rizzo was the guy that came in. You know, you had to – as a Cubs fan, you sat through 2012 to 2014 and watched him lose 100 games a year, and Rizzo was still out there leading the team. And then to finally watch them make the NLCS three straight years, 2015, 16, 17, after being so bad, and just seeing Rizzo being like the heart and soul of that team definitely hurt seeing him get sent away so where do you go if you're a cubs fan now where do you go from here like what i mean what's the outlook on the cubs so you got you know handful of years until you're going to be back or i think it's going to be a two-year thing i don't think it's a complete rebuild um they got some good prospects i think in the trades one of them which i'm really excited about nick madrigal he uh, played at oregon state um absolute beast like great middle infielder yeah um so i think it's more of a kind of a reload instead of like a rebuild like just kind of unload um some of the older guys who weren't taking the contracts that we offered and then get in with the youth but I still think we have some of the core to build around such as Hendricks who's pitching well as usual and then Wilson Contreras as well I would say obviously a reload feels a lot better than a rebuild but go ahead Speaks yeah I was gonna say do you think this is going to become a thing now in the MLB this kind of more re kind of clean house a little bit get rid of these contracts I mean because I feel like this kind of shocked everyone but rather than that rebuild mindset rather just more like a reload getting those borderline top 100 prospect guys yeah I think so I think especially um, in today's game like there's no reason for teams to give out big contracts unless it's like an absolute superstar and I think We'll see it. Maybe not with big market teams as much, but I think a lot of the smaller teams are kind of heading towards that sign a player for a minimum of three years on like his rookie contract, with, like they did with Bryant. Like Bryant never got an actual contract with the Cubs. He was always on his rookie contract. Yeah. Yeah. And then once that's done, then it's, you send him on and get a new kid. Well, obviously, a lot of question marks around it, but, you know, with Cubs being the Cubs, you know, I don't think they're going to be gone for too long, like you said. But, um, you know, we, we want to appreciate uh, you coming on today, Gil, uh, kind of calming us down. You know, I think that you had a little bit more level-headed takes. Me and Speaks are on opposite sides. You know, we need that out of you. Uh, but appreciate it. I'm sure you'll be on in the future. Um, you know, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Obviously, uh, good having Gil on. That was fun. Um, good yeah. takes. Anything yeah. stand out to you? Yeah. You know, I mean, being a Chicago fan, you know, is interesting to hear. Very level-headed. I love the Michigan connection that we had with each other. You know, I thought yeah. that was cool. He was even wearing a Michigan hoodie. I know no one can see that, but love to see that amazing blue out there. I thought that was awesome. Loved his NBA takes. Honestly, they were way better than yours. Could have. You know, I honestly, I, I don't think you even watch basketball at this point anymore. I, I MLB too. I mean, I can respect the Astros. You just like being a villain. So, you know, that's just who you are. I think Gil came in with some really good takes. Uh, he's got a very good feel for sports. You know, it was fun just talking to him. And it's cool because, you know, I this is the first time I met him, but it was just an easy connection just because we could see eye to eye on so many different things. Yeah, I thought that I thought that was fun. Um, obviously, good to hear his takes on that stuff. Um, there, there's so much to dive into with you know anything we want to talk about, which is why it yeah. makes it so fun um, to bring guys on. Um, so 
you know, that, that'll be something we obviously love to do and continue with. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, we kind of forgot to mention earlier on in the podcast is um, Peyton Manning. Um, oh, you know, our, our GOAT is getting his jacket well-deserved. Uh, going in as, like, a Colts and Broncos, which I respect. Like, yeah. I would, you know, it's Peyton, so, like, I would never really – expect him to say he's going in as a Denver Bronco, I guess. Right. But like, it's good to see that we're in there too. You know, he won a Super Bowl here. He broke almost all those records when he was in a Broncos uniform. So it's good this to see great. that. Great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was good to see. And like, and like you said, like, it, it's not like I'm like mad or anything that like, it's not just Broncos and it's majority like Colts too. Cause like, that's where he started his career. That's kind of where he became Peyton, obviously. Right coming out of college too and we like once we came here we just fell in love with him and he fell in love with us which is like what really made that easy connection was like his love for the city so it was just cool to see too you know and that 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 was also really nice football is back Milski, yeah. I'm, I'm ready, bro. I when I saw that, I was like, "Let's go!" I I, I got juice. I got so excited. Preseason, I don't even care. That was such a fun game to watch. I mean, Olympics are wrapping up. Go USA, winning that gold. Screw yeah. Kendrick Perkins for doubting the NBA team. Like it, like like Draymond said, gotta be an American. Speaking of Americans, we're looking great in the Olympics right now. I don't know yeah. how many of y'all are watching. We're leading in total medals, so that's really nice. It's just a fantastic time for sports right now. It is, man. And we talked we talked when we started, you know, doing this. We're like, it's gonna heat up and it's starting to heat oh, up, yeah. baby. We're getting oh. there. And Woo. I saw something that was like when it when that kicked off the Hall of Fame game, I was like, we have football every weekend until the Super Bowl. And I was like, look at that, baby. Let's we are go. back. We made it through. Um, and it's fun, too, because, like, you know, like, um, NBA offseason is, is good enough to kind of keep talking about. Yeah. But, like, you know, we're reaching the part of MLB where, like, you can really dive into it and be like, yeah. all right, you know, like, looking at the playoff race, you know, the trade deadline was hot. So we're heating Post up, man. Season. We are We yeah. are in the sweat of it, and I love it. You know, it's, it's just super exciting. And I've had the best time with this podcast, you know, thank you again. We say it every week, but every one of you fans, it's been so much fun to have go Germany, go Costa Rica. We're rooting for you guys in the Olympics. You know, we love the support out there. Let's draw it a little, uh, you know, middle Eastern fans who are whoever's listening out there just because why not? Who cares? But, uh, we love all the support. Thank you again. Um, if you ever have any questions or ever want to ask us anything, as always, just reach out to us. We're more than happy to give you our takes, give you any information. We'd love to have you on as well. Yeah, obviously just having a blast. I thought this was a really awesome, fun episode. Um, just couldn't stop talking about, um, you know, everything that was on our plate. But, um, you know, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you again. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, for now, we'll see you all later.